The CFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. We're also brought to you by IPVanish. IPVanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they're offering 70% off if you go to IPVanish.com slash SGP. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. And of course, make sure to check out our new Discord server. It's the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Welcome in, everybody, to the CFL Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He is CFL Jim. I am Rod Gomez, and we are happy to be back for you for week eight of the Canadian Football League. Oh, hey there, guys. Hey there, buddy. How we doing? <laughs> I'm stoked. As a as an Ottawa Red Blacks fan, I am none thrilled about the way the season is going. I have not witnessed my team win a single game this year, and it's been excruciating, but... It's got to be coming soon. I, I'm hoping for soon. It's got to be. It's got to be coming soon. I, as a Saskatchewan Rough Riders fan, am in turmoil because without Cody Fajardo, we are lost. Mm. That was horrific. Last week, COVID just, I mean, we talked a little bit about it on the betting show, but we didn't know the full extent of what was going to happen. And we did not see the best out of the Riders last week without and Cody Fajardo. the crazy thing, they still had it until like the fourth quarter. Yeah. <laughs> That just goes to show how bad uh, the Argos were in that respect. And with with Fajardo in there, I am fully convinced that they would have won that game, and we would have cashed all the bets from that. They would have. They would have won going away. Like that would. Like, yeah. Toronto okay. has nothing going for them right now. To be honest with you, in that game, they have a couple. They have good players. Well, good players, sure, but I mean, but that's about it. Yeah, that's it. And well, they are first place in the East, so <laughs> I guess we can't necessarily knock it too badly. But with two what two wins in the East, three wins in the East, that's that's the leading. Uh, yeah, that's that's not going to get it done. No, no. It's just, yeah, they're three and two, and they lead the East by one game. Yeah, yeah. Over the Alouettes, and then yep. of course Hamilton down there with one win, and Ottawa with the big goose egg. It's rough. It's rough. It's rough for you. It is rough. And they were formerly the Rough Riders. So, I mean, going back to the roots and playing a little bit of rough football. But uh, we are here this week to break down for you, as we do, the betting aspects of the CFL slate. Four fantastic games. We start with, we start with Thursday Night Football once again. And, uh, again, we'll break down all the action for you. Another Sunday game. We've got a full weekend, Jim, of, of CFL football. I'm okay with them spreading it out. I'm I'm down with it. Yeah, I mean, there's no there's no NFL yet, so might as well just kick it all around. It's nice to like get like just one game to focus on every day. It really is too. It's a lot of fun because then I mean, look, the Thursday night game is at four thirty. The Friday night games at six o'clock. Saturday you get a four o'clock. Sunday you get a two o'clock matinee. So you get to watch the Red Blacks and the Argos play at two o'clock in the afternoon uh, if you're Pacific time and, and have some fun with it. So. I love it. It's, it. These are all like perfect evening times or like off work for me. So this is this is about as good of a schedule as I can ask for. It certainly is. Let's start breaking down this slate, shall we, uh, Jim? We start on Thursday night, like we said, 
4.30 on the East Coast. It is the Montreal Alouettes taking on the hapless Hamilton Tiger Cats. The Tiger Cats, believe it or not, opening up as three-point favorites in this game. Uh, WinBet's got them on the money line at minus 160. If you want the Alouettes, they're at plus 135. Over under here, set at 49, even 110 on either end of this. But uh, this is, again, like we talked about, a game between two East Division teams that are really just struggling to find their way this season. Both these teams are struggling right now. I So I got absolutely smackered on the totals last week. Like, the totals really just bet me. I only got, I think, just that uh, Ottawa-Montreal, like, over. I'm going to bet the over here again. I'm going right back in, baby. I'm betting the over 49. It doesn't make sense. You don't think of Hamilton's offense as being good this year, but Montreal's just, I don't know, they've just gotten into shootouts. I don't know how it happens, but they keep getting into shootouts. Well, so look, over the last couple of weeks, Trevor Harris has actually taken this team and turned it into something. He's pretty good. I've loved Trevor. Look, I will lay it out. I love Trevor Harris. I wish he was still with Ottawa. They gave up on him so quickly because he was just inconsistent and he threw a lot of interceptions, but he's still a good quarterback and he's showing it by, by making these alouettes like just they're competitive now. They they just beat Ottawa forty to thirty three. Like they really they put up a lot of points. Defense, special teams helped as well. But Trevor Harris did not look bad in that game at all against his former team, and and he's got the Alouettes actually gunning for some kind of legitimacy in the East. Uh, Harris three forty one and two touchdowns, no interceptions against his old team, and and made Hergie Mayala look like a hero and, and Reggie White. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I like what's going on in Montreal. And, and actually, to be honest with you, Jim, I'm on the Alouettes in this game plus three. I like the underdogs in this matchup. I don't understand how Hamilton can be the favorite here. I don't either, and that's exactly why I'm leaning into it this week. I'm taking Hamilton minus the three. I think this defense has been on a steady incline throughout the season, getting better and better each week. And I think, just like you said, Trevor Harris, can be inconsistent, can have a game where he slips up. This is the perfect opportunity in Hamilton to just have a dud of a game. I think the Tiger Cats win this one. I think they win it by around four. I think Dane Evans actually has a nice game. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to come out and stand on a limb. I actually think Dane Evans has a pretty good game. And that's not out of the realm of possibility. Dane Evans is a good quarterback. He did do well, again, when he when he filled in for Jeremiah Masoli a couple. That's why... Jeremiah Masoli is no longer on the team. And so I can't, you know, it's not out of the realm of possibility that Dane Evans could have a good. I just think that the Alouettes are on a hotter streak than are the Ticats going into this game. I mean, they did play tough against BC last week, did the Ticats. They held them to 17 points. And we know how the Lions have been on fire this season. And to hold them to 17, that says something. The question I have is both these teams, in my opinion, are known for this season, at least in my eyes, for second-half collapses. Which one's going to break? Like, one of these teams has to give. One has to be worse in the second half than the other. Well, look at So, when you when you talk about the, the collapses, like, the Ticats, or, uh, yeah, the Ticats have surrendered 104 points after halftime, only scoring 34 themselves. So, yeah, it's it's been an absolute disaster for the Ticats 
they have just really been outscored in the second half. It's it's very tough. So, yeah, I, I actually, that's what I'm saying. I feel like the Ticats are not a good second-half team, and that's where Montreal will start to to pick up uh, steam and, and just steal away the win on this one. So I, I like, like I said, I like the Alouettes. Jim likes the Ticats, the, the three-point spread there. I'm taking the Alouettes on the money line, obviously, at plus 135. I can I just say, I don't understand how you came back these Alouettes after the screw job that happened to your team last week <laughs> I, against them. I, I can't. I don't understand it. It Look, I, based not, on principle, Ron. It's not show friends. It's show money, man. If, if, if Jerry Maguire did not teach us anything. And look, I mean, I'm impartial and I always have been. I love the Red Blacks, but I, you can't let that get in the way of, of betting the next week because it's not last week does not move over to this week in, in emotions. My main thing, my analytical brain, my brain brain is just, I'm steering into the weird. Just like you said, the minus three doesn't make a ton of sense in my eyes. I'd, I'd put it like, if I'm going to favor Hamilton just because they're at home, maybe favor him on that regard, maybe favor him like one and a half or two. Three seems like a little over, but I'm steering into the weird this week. I'm taking the minus three. I'm taking the over. I mean, you might as well. I, they they are the only win they had was at home, so uh, I'll take that. You, you know, you could take that into an account. They beat the Red Blacks at home, which is the only one this season. So, uh, yeah. I mean, and for me, for the over, I'll take the over as well because we've seen Montreal throw up, you know, 30, 40 points per they, week. And they just could, they just do it. Like they just throw. Up, I don't. They get in shootouts every time. I don't understand. Like. E- Against the Elks, against teams that we don't expect to have good offenses, they just do it. They get in the shit. It blows my mind. Well, I can't wait till the Alouettes play the Lions. Oof. Again, yeah, or not? But yeah, they haven't done it yet. But yeah, that's going to be crazy. Well, last week, seventy-three points combined with Ottawa. That and Ottawa is not the best offense in the world either. So, yeah. I think every Alouettes game this season would have hit over forty-eight. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm th- going back and looking, and the only one that wouldn't is that Argonauts game. Mm-hmm. That was it, and that was the earlier, like the second game of the season. That was, so that was week two. Yeah, yeah. That's not that's not going to get it done. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll co-sign with you on the over as well. I mean, it is one ten either way, but you might as well go ahead and, and bet the over because we'll lean into the crazy. I'm not going to not bet overs for people. I'm not going to do that. I I stand on this podium. Will I will bet totals? Absolutely. Um, all right, speaking of which, let's move over as the BC Lions take on the Saskatchewan Rough Riders on Friday. Wow, uh, the Lions are a very, very tight favorite at minus one and a half. You'll get minus 105 from them on that line from our friends at WinBet. If you want Saskatchewan at plus one and a half, you'll get that at minus 115. The Riders' money line is at plus 105. The Lions at minus 125 over under here. Once again, set at 49. This, the two West teams here, again, the, we saw what happens when Cody Fajardo is not in the lineup for the Riders. Still not a bad team, just not enough to beat the opponent. And BC got tamed a little bit last week. We saw the, the Cats sort of take Rourke out of his game and that, that tough Cats pass rush really kind of mitigated that whole offense to 17 points. Not what we're used to seeing out of the Lions all season so far. So for them to come in only a point and a half favorite, that's a little wacky in and of itself because that's a, a line we haven't seen necessarily. But I think it's it's a lot going off of what we saw last week and the fact that the Lions may not necessarily be 
the hottest team in the league right now. That, of course, belongs to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. We'll talk about them soon. But in this matchup, you know, I, I'm going to go with your riders. I'm going to go with the underdog again in this one, Jim, because uh, the riders have shown that they know how to hang with good teams. And this BC Lions team just got taken to school by a, a, an East Division team with one win last week. So what this line tells me and the little bit of like reading I did on the subject, I mean, Cody Fajardo starting this game. He's in. He's practicing. He's in. That's why you're seeing the one and a half. If Cody Fajardo wasn't in, this one and a half is a steal. But he's in. He's practicing. He's playing. I'm taking the Rough Riders on the money line. They were due last week to have a baller banger of a game. They're going to carry it over to this week. I think this game is a shootout. I... It's tough, though, because he's coming back from this injury and BC's kind of cooling down. This is like BC's first win total under 50, I feel like, in like three or four weeks. I'm just going to straight up say Rough Riders money line. I'm going to take the over 49. I'm going to take the over 49, again, because both of these offensives, they just know how to how to dish it out. It was a quiet week for Jamal Morrow last week. He had 10 carries for 25 yards, but again, it was just hard to get anything going. With all the people that were off of the, the roster for COVID, that whole offense just looks sort of off. But I think Morrow gets back on track next week. I honestly, I believe that this is the game that the Riders can win and should win. They need to win this one, to be honest with you, to keep pace with Calgary. Because, uh, Cal- I mean, I'm sorry, Winnipeg. Because Winnipeg is just running away with this. And Calgary, too, for that And matter. Calgary, yeah. I was going to say, like, Calgary is pretty much cementing themselves in second place. Yeah. So, really, this is a battle for the third and the crossover uh, if we're being completely honest here, because I don't know that an East, it's the second East team is going to be able to uh, outdo one of the Western teams in this. So you're really fighting for a playoff spot, even this early in the season between these two teams. So yeah, I, like I said, give me the Riders plus one and a half. Give me the Riders money line and give me that over uh, in this situation. I, like I said, this defense, this Riders defense is tough and they still managed to step up and almost win that game for their team uh, against the Argonauts. I wanted it so bad. I wanted it so bad. Oh my gosh. This, yeah, game's on the line. Who do you want? You want a gambler. You want Cody Fajardo. He'll lay it all. At the very least, you know he's going to lay it all out there. Yeah, he will too because that's the way he is and that's the way he's always been. And look, Nathan Rourke has been a fantastic story this season. We can't take anything away from that Canadian quarterback situation over there. Uh, But again, you know, as the weeks start to progress, as more and more teams get more and more film on him, obviously that's the focal point. And and Nathan Rourke has been that focal point. He's got fantastic receivers all around him and that defense has been playing out of their minds too. But again... You just can't fool these teams for very long. James Butler, 13 rushes for 76 yards last week. Uh, Nathan Rourke, a pedestrian total for him, 250, uh, two touchdowns, two interceptions even. Lucky Whitehead, you can't cool him down. Uh, This was a week for Keon Hatcher to actually get three catches, 42 yards. But, you know, Dominic Rimes, four catches, 42 yards. It's just been sort of a, a, a cooling off period for the BC Lions over the last few weeks, and I think that continues, and this is a chance for the Riders to just take one from them. I think our takes of, like, their first two weeks where they bursted onto the scenes against, like, the Elks at their worst and the Argos, like, who even knows what the Argos are, especially that early on, um, they got cooled down. Like, 
every other game has been super competitive or they've lost. Like they were super, they were super competitive with the red blacks and the tie cats and they just straight up got waxed by the blue bombers. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's what I'm saying. Like you just, once you get more film on these guys, it's, it's easy to surprise somebody. It's not easy to fool them when they've got a full three or four games worth of your tendencies to, to go off of. And you know, these professionals take it seriously and do their film study. (laughs) Kyler Murray, uh, and still, still my biggest surprise of the season. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, all right. We'll break down the second half of the slate when we come back from the break. And speaking of win, let's tell you about win. Make sure to get down on win bets. Bet $50 to win $200 promotion, where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. And if you're betting baseball, you got to check out win bet. Their reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to play MLB. And if you're looking for the ultimate fantasy football experience, all you got to do, bet $500 or more on sports or casino before July 31st, you're going to get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club. This includes a two-night stay at Wynn Resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries are not only allowed, but encouraged. There's so much to choose from. All you got to do, head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Make sure to head on down to our new Discord server. We're switching from Slack to Discord. It's already happened. If you're there, if you're not there, get there. We got the Spring Football channel for you. We've got all sorts of other channels for you. NASCAR, poker, TV and movies. Just a flat-out humorous one. And, of course, my favorite, the Fat Guy Food Aisle, where everybody just posts pictures of what they're eating at the moment. It is a ton of fun to be in there. Same sort of conversations as Slack, but now you get to level up. You get to see Coach Leach tell you, congratulations, buddy. You just leveled up. So much fun to be had. Uh, so much, just so much fun. Get down to the Discord right now. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Discord. Get in there. Sweat some bets with the entire SGPN crew. Again, that's SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Discord. We have more football. It is a Saturday and Sunday game, as we just talked about. Saturday night. Game of the week, game of the week, definitely the game of the week. I know the Lions and the Riders offer a lot of entertainment value, but this is the heavy hitter. This is the top dog versus the the used-to-be top dog in the West Division in the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and the Calgary Stampeders. Uh, this line <laughs> is It looks act- like the books listened to me. Yeah, they did. They absolutely did. Uh, the Bombers are underdogs at plus 100, while the Stampeders are are at minus 120. They're the favorites. Jim, what, what do you think about this? I said Calgary was going to win in the rematch. They they showed so much. They were they would march down the field, be successful throughout, and then they had one hiccup, have to kick a field goal where Winnipeg would just get lucky and be able to score a touchdown. I actually think Calgary looked good enough to win in that game a couple, like two weeks ago. And it's it's rough because this one is going to be a heavy hitting match. Believe by Mitchell. Yeah, it, it's in Calgary. Yeah, and and look, McMahon Stadium is not a friendly place. If anything, Winnipeg knows this because they play at IG Field, which is not a forgiving place. So Calgary over there, four and one. Uh, they've played what two less games 
than uh, than has Winnipeg, and they are at seven and zero. Winnipeg still undefeated. Winnipeg coming off of their win against Edmonton, it wasn't as convincing as uh, some other wins have been this season. Winnipeg twenty four, Edmonton ten. Granted, yes, they really did dominate, but they didn't score as much as as you're normally used to seeing them uh, score. Uh, but then again, they they kind of faltered early in the season against Ottawa. So, yeah, you're right. This is a, a prime opportunity for Calgary to sort of sneak up and, and steal one in the rematch. You could also be looking at, though, like maybe they faltered against Edmonton because they were looking ahead to this Calgary rematch, in which case it's so hard for Like, I feel like the square bet is obviously taking the Bombers. Everyone and their mom is going to bet the Bombers. They're, they're the best team in the CFL. They're undefeated, and they 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 won against Calgary last time. I'm going to take Calgary. You're going to take, take the Stampeders. Take the favorites in this one. Well, again, it is if you take them, it is about a 120 juice. So the books definitely agree with you that Calgary is going to win. I'm taking the other side of this. I'm taking the Bombers. They're red hot. They they keep winning games that they probably shouldn't win. Last week, again, was a situation where they didn't look the best. They didn't look like world beaters, but they still managed to beat the Elks. Yeah, it's the Elks. But the Elks showed a little bit of life at first, and then, of course, the Bombers kind of throttled the, their will. So I, I like the Bombers to keep rolling. I don't know that there's a game that they're, like, sure to lose for a while <laughs> for being perfectly honest because Calgary they are scrappy right they're definitely scrappy but they've also had their hands full with teams this season as well sure they beat the Elks but everybody beat the Elks uh but you know they, they've had their hands full with teams as as it was they actually had their hands full with the Elks earlier in the season in week three where they only won by a touchdown they almost lost to Hamilton if Hamilton wasn't a completely terrible second half team and they almost lost to Montreal in week one so uh, give me the bombers on the roll still it is hard not to bet like on the bombers if you're on this train and you've been betting this train throughout I would stick on it I've been hammering against them I think Calgary that defense is so good I think the home field advantage is just what they need I thought they were definitely good enough to win last time I think they're good enough to win this time give me the Stampeders baby yeah I'm taking the other end of that the over under on this set at 46 and a half so this one's don't, puzzling because, don't touch that don't yeah. don't touch it yeah this one's a trap <laughs> if ever there was a trap this is a trap because you look I told you last week the last week's game against the elk did not even come close to 46 and a half it was a 24 10 affair and it wasn't even close to be honest with you and and Winnipeg is as been around that 24 point area more often than not so I'm not really convinced that they're going to blow up and Calgary yeah they they've shown that they've put up a lot of points and they've had a lot of 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 shootouts like we talked about earlier but I again this may be a defensive struggle if ever there was one this week 19 to 26 in the last bout I expect something similar this time I'm not if okay if I do pick it if I'm picking the total I'm going over but, but I'm not going to play it. But barely. But barely, really, to be barely. honest with you. It got to 45 last time. Yeah. Yeah. It And those the odd setters have been very stingy and very actually pretty good uh, at the point total. Minus, you They've know, been so good. Yeah. 
minus the uh, minus the seventy three point explosion we saw out of Montreal and uh, Ottawa last week. But yeah, most of them have been in and around that, and it's it's yeah, they've actually done a, a very good job of of setting these lines. Uh, the the spread here, we didn't talk about the spread, but the spread is a single point. Uh, shop around, obviously, for this line, but you know if you're gonna take if you're just gonna do it, might as well just bet the money line on this one because. The spread almost doesn't matter, and it's juiced at one ten either way. So, yeah, but if that's yeah, I'll yeah, but if the money line's minus one twenty. I'll take the minus one ten. Yeah, that's true too. I mean, yeah, shop around, guys. Shop around for this. Yeah, obviously. see if you can find some plus money out there. Yeah, there's got to be something out there uh, for that. But yeah, again, it's it's it for me. I like the Bombers. I still think that they're a good enough team. Zach Kalaros is is playing out of his mind. Willie Jefferson on defense, Jefferson Jeffcoat on defense. These guys are just absolute monsters, and they're just making this team look far better, I think, than than maybe they are. But nobody's been able to really slow them down yet as far as beating them on the field. Now, slowing down their offense, that's one thing, but they just have not been able to put it together a game to actually knock them off their throne. So I'll take a ninth win, or eighth win, rather, for the uh, for the Bombers this week. I think Calgary cements themselves as like the the one and two race is going to be between Calgary and Winnipeg, and this is where Calgary cements themselves in that like one two spot. All right, carry it on in carry on the conversation in Discord as we talk about it all week long. We've got a couple more days to uh, to battle this one out between. So let us know what you think. Which side are you on, Team Jim, Team Rod, uh, Team Winnipeg, or Team Stampeders? Uh, in this one. All right, let's move on to Sunday night, or Sunday afternoon, rather. Eh, I guess evening if you are on the East Coast, like the Ottawa Red Blacks and the Toronto Argonauts both are. This game, not going to be in Nova Scotia. This game is going to be in Toronto uh, with the Red Blacks traveling as five-point underdogs in this one. Uh, if you want the Argonauts money line, you can get it at minus 230. <laughs> this is how much the book... This is the biggest... Uh, this is the biggest juiced favorite of the weekend, uh, and rightfully so. Ottawa still yet to win a game. They're at plus one eighty-five over under here. A chop looking over under forty-seven and a half on this one. We talked about it just a second ago. Ottawa winless. Toronto top of the East with three wins, coming off of a uplifting win against a Cody Fajardo-less Saskatchewan Rough Rider team last week. That's back-to-back wins against a West Division, and that's hard to do. If you're in the East, and that's collect wins against West Division opponents. So, uh, at minus five for the Argos in this one, I mean, I, we talked about it, Jim. The, this Ottawa Red Blacks team has just been scrappy all season long. It's not like they're getting blown out at week after week. They've been in these games. It's just utter heartbreak, and I know this because this is my team, and it, my heart breaks. So, I mean, are we feeling that the Toronto Argonauts can beat the Red Blacks by five points this week? I am. <laughs> I, I I am. I Ottawa's in a rough spot. They're they're in a, they're in a bad way. I I just think the Toronto team is right. They're in like their hot streaks like zone right now. They're gonna win a couple games. Like they like yes, they they beat Saskatchewan with an injured and then without Cody Fajardo. So even if you discount that, they played the Blue Bombers to a point. The only team that blew them out was the BC Lions. And that was week that was their first week play. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's that's I, what I'm saying. 
It's, it, that's what I'm saying. So it, the thing is, is that Ottawa's just not getting blown out, though. That that's my part of it. They're not getting blown out at all. They uh, their actual average margin of defeat this this season is only six points. So it's only a point off of this. So I'm actually taking the Red Blacks plus five because they've ma- they've managed to keep things close, right? And and they've the two games that they played against East Division opponents has only been a four and a half point spread between that. So. The Red Blacks are keeping things close. Do I think they're going to win? I'm not taking the Red Blacks money line at plus 185, nor am I taking Toronto's at minus 230, to be honest with you. I know my my NASCAR co-host says you only pay the juice if you lose, but that's a hard one to take. If you want to parlay that, it might be better to get you some better odds to parlay Toronto on the money line, but I'm still taking the Red Blacks at plus five because I feel like they're, they're still managed to keep it close, but that that's my opinion anyways. I think so too. So the two times they played East opponents, they did have Masoli, except for like the big part of that, uh, the last part of that Rough Riders game. But they're still keeping it close against the Ty Cats. Against the Alouettes, they lose by seven, but they were still in it. Yeah. You know what? You, you brought me around. I'm going to take the plus five. Nice. I love it. And look, maybe they steal a win. Maybe it doesn't even matter. Maybe they do. It doesn't hurt to sprinkle a little bit maybe on that money line because this could be competitive, but. Yeah, I'd probably stick with just the five. Like, also maybe it's a come down for Toronto after beating Saskatchewan two times in a row. Maybe they're they're like, you get this at like a nice price. Could be a if they would have right. lost both those. You're probably getting this at like a minus three. Oh, for sure, for sure. This may be like one of those those games where they're riding the high and they're just going to get caught with their with their pants down. Andrew Harris again. We talk about him. We talked about him earlier. We talked about him in in fantasy. Just that that running back, you know, and and the fact that him, Brandon Bakes are there. They got dudes. They just need to be able to string together some more wins. And I don't know, maybe this is a, a caught with a little bit of bravado behind them. Uh, over under 47 and a half, Jimmy, you taking that? What what side of this are you similar, on? Similar to the, the Winnipeg-Calgary, I'm probably not touching that. I would lean. God, I might actually lean under on that one. It's tough. I think. I think I think Ottawa's defensive line can like disrupt Toronto enough to to kind of shake it up and make it an under. I I might play the under. Yeah, I mean you look at the implied point totals for these as well, and they've got uh, the well, actually they don't have them out yet. But yeah, I would I would definitely lean on the under on this one as well. We just saw a, a huge explosion from the Ottawa uh, team all together to score uh, thirty three points. And and look, you may say Rod, that's not huge. Shut up. For Ottawa, that's actually pretty damn big. So I'll take that as well. Uh, so, But I think this isn't a game where they're going to do that. I think this is a game where there's going to be a lot of field goals because that's what Ottawa does. We drive all the way down to the 20-yard line and bring Lewis Ward out and hope to hell that he can hit every single field goal that, that we put him out for. And look, he's looked human this year. He's missed some field goals, whereas you know he is still the professional football record holder at 62 consecutive field goals made uh but this is not that guy right now we're looking at a guy that's missed from pretty easy distances this season so um yeah this is an ottawa team that can score but i wouldn't put anything past them at this point (laughs) Uh, i i i'd like them to keep it close i do too I do too. I really do. I think they're going to keep it close, and that that's where my money's at. And I think that's where you should put your money as well, um, because this is a team that that, like I said, they lose, 
but they still look like they can win at certain points of the game. I mean, they, just last week it got they away They do from love them. to string you along. <laughs> yeah, I've had five seasons of that. I know exactly how that feels. <laughs> Uh, all right, come back. We're going to give you some of our favorite bets as we always do week in and week out. But let's first start by reminding you that using incognito mode does not actually protect your privacy, folks. That's right. Without added security, you might as well be giving away your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, that guy standing on the corner when you get off of the freeway, all those other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IP Vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. That means your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's literally that simple. You can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on your speed. So your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. So whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore with Without using IP Vanish. IP Vanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for you with a 30 day money back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you got to do, tap one button, you're instantly protected. You won't even know that it's on. So stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com SGP. Use the promotional code SGP. Claim that 70% savings. That's I-P-V-A-N-I-S-H dot com slash SGP. I get it. I understand the world is an expensive place. You go to fill up your tank, it drains your bank account. You go to buy lunch for everybody, it drains your bank. Everything you do takes money away from you. You need that money, though. You need it to pay bills. You need it to buy fancy gifts for weddings, for things that are coming up. You just need it to overall live. And we've all been in a point in our lives where we're tied on cash. Maybe you can only afford to put a couple of gallons in your tank. Or maybe you were just sitting there wondering if you can afford a gift for your significant other for their birthday. Well, Dave can help you if you're living paycheck to paycheck or struggling to make men's ends meet. I know that it's a stressful situation, but Dave can help you get out of a pinch when you really need it. What would you do if you could ask yourself, your past self, your future self, to do something. Maybe you'd ask him to borrow a little bit of cash. Well, now you can with Dave. Dave's the banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. It's more money to fill your tank, buy that gift, or catch up on some bills. You can finally tackle those expensive that have been stressing you out without any hangups. No interest, no credit checks. Best kind. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch, need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from future you download the dave app from the app store right now that's d-a-v-e sign up for an extra cash account and get up to five hundred dollars instantly for terms and conditions go to dave.com slash legal instant transfer fees apply banking provided by evolve member f-d-i-c future you well thank you future you will also thank you by tailing some of our favorite bets on the weekend as we try to send you home from Sunday with a little more money in your pocket. Jim, what is the most chop-licking bet that you've got going this week? Well, can I also just talk about future you might also sprinkle a little bit on uh, the Rough Riders as they're at right now at plus 800 to win the CFL. Ooh, really? That's where their futures are at right now. Look at you. Yeah. 
plus 800. Plus 800. Uh, this week, it's... So normally I'm out there slinging parlays left and right, going nuts. Uh, this week, I'm doing exactly the same thing. <laughs> I... So my favorite play, my favorite, favorite play is probably the Rough Riders money line plus 110. I I think that's just, they're, this is the perfect Rough Riders spot. This is, I can't think of a more perfect spot. Cody Fajardo coming off of an injury, hungry, wanting to get this dub, and it's on a good week for him. And the team needs to win. This, this plus 110 is, mwah, that's just perfect. My degenerate gym parlay of the week. I'm going to back myself here. I'm going to money line every single game. Ooh. So I'm going to take the tie Cats. I'm going to take the Rough Riders. And I'm going to take the Stamps. I'm going to stay away from that Argos in that lineup. But I'm going to do it. It's a three-team parlay. Oh, where is that? Right here. Boom. Plus... What are we seeing here? Plus twenty four hundred. Wow, that is ma- break that down one more time for everybody. Actually, it's only let me do round robin for some reason. It's because it knows you're going to win money. It's good. you're you're going to take advantage of them. That's that's exactly why it's telling you no, no, Jim, you cannot have that bet. If I do this, will it actually open up? No. I'll refresh the page and I'll get you those actual odds. Rod, give yours real quick. Uh, as <laughs> as Jim does that, look, my favorite one overall in this whole thing is the Alouettes plus three. I really do think that that is a lock of a bet as ever there is one. I know Jim's on the other side of that one. He wants the Hamilton Tiger Cats, but I got to think that right now Trevor Harris has this Alouettes team in the right place. They're feeling confident. They had a lot of turmoil to begin the season, but Trevor Harris has calmed them down. Geno Lewis has done great things. That defense is actually playing fantastic right now, too. I mean, I get it that they allowed a lot of points, but they also disrupted the Ottawa offense a lot last week, too. Forced some turnovers, got some sacks. This Alouette's defense has actually been better than what the scoreboard is actually showing. So, yeah, give me give me this Montreal uh, team. It, it, it's just, like I said, this is a game where they forced two turnovers last week against, or two fumbles last week uh, against the Red Blacks, and I think they're going to do that again to these Thai Cats as well. So give me the Montreal plus three. Uh, plus 866 is mine, my odds, by the way, on that parlay. Still good. That's, that's better than any odds you'll get anywhere else. And if you want to be like, if you want to really get – your best bang for your buck, what I would recommend doing instead of parlaying it all straight up, uh, since we're getting football every day, just roll it over. So just bet on uh, whichever one you want. I'll, I'll say whichever one. I'm going to say it's, Hamilton's going to win. So I'd say bet on the Hamilton money line. Just bet for them to win straight up. And then roll over when you win that. Roll that over into the Rough Riders. Roll that over, everything over to the Stampeders. And then roll everything over to the Argonauts. It'll just be a really fun weekend then. It'll be a fun weekend, and you can. <laughs> we'll follow along. If you do that, please join the Discord if you aren't already. I want to follow I'm along. Do it. Yeah, <laughs> then we want to follow along with Jim's exploits as he as he goes uh, week by week by week on the money lines. That's a lot of fun. So, uh, all right, that is man. We just wrapped up an entire weekend of CFL football for uh, for the betting fans. 
is this spread wise? This is the most competitive week yet, right? It, it is. We haven't. I mean, because really the biggest line is that plus five, and we that's the tightest we've seen. Because a plus one and a half, plus three, yeah, this and plus one. This is the tightest we've seen so far. This means we're going to see blowouts either way. That's all. The, <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> By nature of the of the CFL, yeah, I, I, I kind of concur with you on that one, but. Yeah, I mean, this is it's and it's going to be I feel like these games have gotten competitive anyways. You you look at some of the the games from last week and it just it wasn't the complete blowouts that we're used to. If I'm being 100% honest, this season so far, it's been Winnipeg and then little like everybody else is pretty good close and then it's like Edmonton and Ottawa. Yeah. And even like they're competitive. Well, so okay, just go just look at what happened last week. Last week Montreal beat Ottawa 40-33. BC beat uh, Hamilton 17-12. Winnipeg was the biggest spread of the week, 24-10 over Edmonton. But it was uh, Toronto with a 10-point win over Saskatchewan. So not a lot of blowouts this last week. Teams are starting to tighten up a little bit. And even going back to last week, or or two weeks ago, where it was a one-point game between Edmonton and Montreal, 32-31, uh, Calgary once again it was one of the bigger spreads, uh, twenty six to nineteen uh, against Winnipeg, Saskatchewan and Toronto twenty four thirty, and then Hamilton and Ottawa twenty five twenty three. So again, two weeks in a row where we haven't seen gigantic blowouts. I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. Indeed, Jim. As we wrap things up, let everybody know where they can find you on social media. Of course, you can find me on Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, at XFL Gym on all platforms. You can find me in the Discord, of course. Uh, blasting off takes left and right in the spring football section of that Discord. And, you know, I'm around. I'm all over. <laughs> it's all over. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Of course, subscribe to this show on the SGPN app. Come on over. Talk spring football with us on the Discord. Again, that's sportsfamilypodcast.com slash discord having a lot of fun talking cfl over there while the xfl and the usfl are quiet uh well quiet as can be i suppose there's xfl news but still cfl is playing actual football damn right there is damn Uh, right there is but we're watching football we're enjoying football with the cfl back tomorrow with our dfs episode trying to win you some money in the dfs cfl circuit continue it on so uh all right everybody We'll see you tomorrow. We'll talk to you then. Jim, you want to tell everybody goodbye? Bye, everybody. (laughs) We'll see you tomorrow. Enjoy three downs. Enjoy winning money. And until next time, let it ride. Let it ride.